Hey, what's going on? It's your best friend. Uh, it's your roommate, Zach Lyman, from the Zach Lyman Podcast. Thank you so much for coming back once again and checking out the show. I'm, uh, I'm so happy to be here, happy that you came back, and uh, we did it, guys. Monday through Friday, we released episodes, and I actually recorded this today, uh, and I wanted to have my buddy, my good friend, I think he's good for like a casual Friday, you know, I picture him without shoes and just wearing a Hawaiian t-shirt, unbuttoned, being like, what's up? My good friend Lou Moon, I had him on the show. And uh, we talked about uh, mushrooms, of course. We talked about comedy and writing and uh, life and just kind of caught up. Uh, Lou's been my best friend for four years now, and he just had his comedy birthday. And uh, we talk about that. So it's a really good episode. Uh, I'm so happy you tuned in. And let's get into it right now. important <laughs> podcasting is happening i like that that's uh that's the first thing that they hear on this episode <laughs> <laughs> is it still recording <laughs> I, just, I just hit record as soon as i hit the button yeah. you took that moment to <laughs> make a joke about landscaping <laughs> yeah pardon me day worker <laughs> i need you to tone turn down your lawn clipping machine device important podcasting is happening do you know what a podcast is? He's just going to keep going. <laughs> Lou, you are the most returning guest I've had on this yes. show. Yes. <laughs> For and good it, reason. And it shows right now. <laughs> it shows yeah. that you are <laughs> very okay with being on this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm always excited when you ask me. It's <laughs> but like it's also like I'm not I'm not some year one comedian. Where I'm, where I'm like, oh, Zach Lyman's gonna have me on his podcast, and I'm gonna say all of my philosophies about what good comedy is. I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna goof around with my friend who I like a lot. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Like we can talk seriously. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were talking about some good stuff before we hit record. Yeah, we were. I think, yeah, yeah. and right. now all that's out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's premium, baby. <laughs> yeah. Back to my 1800s guy. <laughs> Podcasting. I hate it. I hate all of it. I regret having you on. <laughs> yeah. No. As you should. I'm not funny. <laughs> So what do you uh what have you been up to? What have you been doing? Uh well, um uh traveling the world, as you know. Uh no, I am mostly staying indoors. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um like I uh, I'm a little bit unemployed right now. Um but like so so it seems like what we have like a, an abundance of like everybody has right now is time, and I'm just trying to make sure that yeah. I use that time, yeah, at least kind of wisely. I'm like learning how to code, okay, for like a job, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, um, and which is fine. It's I, like I want to get into that just so I like can work while I'm like eventually you know back on the road at some point. Yeah, while we're, well, I've been saying retired from comedy. That's yeah, what I've been saying. <laughs> Because we know it, it's like uh, like I'm retired from comedy. That kind of answers everything. And then also, uh, how many times have we seen a comedian come out of retirement for comedy? Right. So I'm like, I can do that. Still waiting on the Eddie Murphy special. That's, That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, in like 2014, I remember seeing like an interview. I was at a day job. Yeah, and they had uh, daytime television, like Good Morning America, and they had him yeah. on, and he's like, "Yeah, I got like a fifteen minute set I've been working on." Yeah, and everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "It might as well have been a decade ago." <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, because my my general impression of like that special was that like they they had it like in the bag, like it's done. Oh, okay. But they're not like releasing it <laughs> for, or like at least that's that's the impression that i got yeah like 
And like that, I remember when I found out about that happening. Uh huh. I was like, like, what's he gonna? What's like, what's he gonna talk about? Like, what's gonna happen? Right. And then it was like, and then like I scrolled down the article a little bit more. And it was like the budget for the special was like seventy million dollars, and That's I was like, r- "Yeah, I forgot about that." Yeah, I think about it all the time because I'm like, "Why the fuck <laughs> did yeah. stand up special have a seventy million dollar budget?" Because I I made a Instagram story, yeah, with like a screenshot of the article, yeah, and I was like, "How many specials could we make?" Right, for seventy million for like just how many of our friends. Yeah. That are totally ready to have specials that oh, yeah. just don't have specials. Yeah, Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And we could yeah. just you know what I mean? But like just have hours just made. And yeah. how many for seventy million dollars? But yeah. Just one. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, just one. That's just like that guy's special. <laughs> yeah. And he hasn't had one since like nineteen ninety. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> That's that's true. He's yeah. just kind of like yeah. seniority. Yeah. Ser- <laughs> and but then it was like I remember like because I kept that in in my head because I was like enraged by it. Yeah. And but then it was like a couple of weeks after that, um, like there was an article that was like Netflix is going to cut down the amount of stand-up specials they put out there, and people were like, "How could this happen?" And I was like, "It was probably because like Eddie Murphy took all of their budget for it." Yeah, <laughs> like, they're like, "We can only pay for one Eddie Murphy a year." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even like other like really like well-established comics that you know could have put out a Netflix special. Yeah. Like, did you watch Eddie Pepitone's new special yet? No, no, I I haven't. It's insanely good. I believe it. Not on Netflix. Yeah. Like... Which is weird because In Ruins was a Netflix special. It was. And, like, it's wild because, like... I mean, like, you and I, like, we both love Eddie Pepitone. Yeah. Um, Very much so. Yeah. I was supposed to open for him back in March and then, you know. Uh, But, like, that was devastating, actually. Yeah. But, like... That hurt my feelings. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. And like, that was like a weird double whammy when that happened because, like, I was so excited for Bird City. I was going to open for one of my favorite comedians ever. Yeah. But it was like, the, the, why it was a double whammy came up later when I remember thinking, like, at the beginning of March, I was like, you know, I need a haircut, but I'm going to get one, like, right before. Oh. I opened for Eddie, so I just had this like really long hair that yeah. I hated. <laughs> like, so I was just uncomfortable and not opening for Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> yeah. Well, to, to back up a little bit. Yeah. Is that we both were in Bird City Comedy Festival. Yes. And we were both very excited, and many of our wonderful friends were going to be in it. That's right. And then you got the news that you were opening for Eddie Pepitone. Yeah. Which we were just like, both of us, just super stoked. Right. Just so happy. Because me, I'm like, I get to see my best friend open for Eddie Pepitone, and I get to see Eddie Pepitone for free. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That's enough right there for me. Right. So I was like, and then, you know, I get to be around my best friend, and he's hanging out with Eddie, and then, you know. And uh, and then I had, like, a bunch of good shows. I was on, like, so many good shows that I was, like, stoked for. Yeah. And uh, I was just very excited to, like, be working that much at a festival. Yeah, and then uh, and then COVID. And yeah, that was like uh, the first big thing that happened for us to close was like the festival what got put on hold. Right, and it was like, oh, this is very serious. Yeah, and then and then it just we went in it a hundred percent. It was kind of like that's yeah. when I retired right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, not like the good news is that nothing else could be any more disappointing than this. (laughs) But then it was. (laughs) It just kept going. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no, that was like this. I I think this year is like. I mean, it's horrible. Obviously, this is like. Yeah, that's right. This is like the craziest year possibly ever (laughs) like with everything happening but like i think if we can get any like solace from that i i think people i think people once all of this is over i 
like at least I hope this happens. Like I think people are gonna come out of this with a little bit more compassion and empathy. Yeah. yeah. Like and there's tons of I've had guests on the show and tons of people I've talked to of about uh this is like the first time ever they've been able to like actually have time to think and process and go, what do I want to do with my life? And kind of like kind of put those pieces together instead of just like constantly be working and traveling and working and traveling, you know? Right. So it's like, it, it it's like, um, it's in, everyone's going to come out of this very differently. Right. Yeah. If they don't come out, you know, sick and or dying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, but you're going to come out as a coder. So I feel goody. That's yeah. Like the the good news about that is the money and nothing else. You know, it's like you don't like that you'll have a new skill. No, like that's it's not it's not the worst thing that's ever happened to me or by like any stretch of the imagination. It's just like because like I mean we've talked about this before. You know, it's that Jerry Seinfeld thing of like if I'm not doing the thing I love the most, you know, it feels yeah. horrible. You yeah. know. Like, and I could have picked a much harder, like, more, like, laborious skill than coding to pick yeah. up. Yeah. But, like, um, it's fine. It's fine for what it is. Yeah. And it's a good amount of money. That's, you know, it's a skill, but it's not something that, like, defines my life. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I think it's great to walk away with something new. Yeah. You know? that's That's great. Exactly. So... Oh, besides coding, what else have you been up to? You... And I've been I've been writing. Um, yeah. I've I've uh, done mushrooms a couple of times. Are you writing um, comedy? Are you writing a book? Are you writing? Um, I yeah, I'm still I'm still writing jokes. Okay. Um, I've been sort of like on again, off again, working on like a couple of like TV pilot ideas. Okay. Um, I have a I have a podcast in my back pocket that I want to start. You know, doing at some point. You know. Okay. But you know, it's it's sort of hard when like when the days just sort of oh, like bleed into one another, and it doesn't seem like anything's happening. It's just like it's Friday, but like a couple of hours ago, a couple of hours ago it was Tuesday, and I was just playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, but it turns out I've been playing Animal Crossing for four days straight. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, a hundred percent. That's the. Uh, yeah, that's the plus side of I've been podcasting so much. Yeah, is like setting a schedule of like I have to at least do this every day. Yeah, at least, <laughs> and that's and that's great. I need to, I need to get on that because yeah. like my the podcast that I want to start doing I think is like a good idea, and I think it's it would be a good thing. What podcast do you want to start doing? Um, I want to start doing a podcast where I just sort of I I talk to. Like not just comedians, but it could just like yeah. I think comedians will make up like the the brunt yeah. of like the guest list. But I also just want to like talk to my like friends who aren't comics or like friends of mine who are musicians, and and I want to talk to them about like mental illness, and I want to talk about like spirituality, sort of yeah. like philosophical stuff. Yeah, like that's a that's a thing I've been working on a lot lately is sort of like my more spiritual side. Okay, as well. Just really, just really like getting in tune with it. And... Yeah, mm. uh, you know, it's uh, I'm I'm meditating most days, and um, I've been reading like a good amount of Ram Dass and like other okay. like Buddhist speakers like that. And like I mentioned this earlier, like uh, the mushrooms help. Then uh, yeah. making those like maybe like once every other month kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, I which I I think those are like genuinely we've talked about this before off the podcast, but I think they're yeah. they're highly beneficial. And I think you <laughs> He's would looking get, me very deeply. In you the eyes right I, now. I because I genuinely think you would get a lot out of <laughs> doing mushrooms. Possibly I with think me. this is a conversation we have every time we see each other. <laughs> no, I'm not like the mushroom guy. <laughs> like, no, no you've, in my life you've become very much <laughs> You're the only one in my life. And every time I see you, you're like, I think Mushrooms, man. I think that's the answer. Well, and I'm like, my foot just hurts. And you're like, well, <laughs> I just think mushrooms would fix that. <laughs> I can't eat gluten. Have you considered? Yeah. 
<laughs> they have gluten-free bread that they made out of the mushrooms. <laughs> I made you a cake. It's out of mushrooms. <laughs> that explains why it tastes like dirt. Um, but I, I, they're also, like, I can't think of... Um, Anything that's like akin to that that has been more beneficial to my yeah. like my mental and spiritual well being genuinely, yeah. um, like and I'm not like some hippie no? that is <laughs> like that is like um, like I'm not gonna say that you can only attain sort of like the like I I have a lot more inner security and inner peace and yeah. like I've I've had more of that uh, than I've had my entire life. Mm. Um, from like g- genuinely just sort of like like taking mushrooms and meditating. Yeah. Um. Why? Well, I, I mean, I've never taken mushrooms, but I can attest to how much meditating helps with yeah. so many things. Oh, and just like oh, the yeah. force. Because like I'm not I'm like a, I'm such an anxious person that like it's uh it, it's hard for me to meditate. But yeah. like when I do, it's so beneficial. Yeah, it's it's sort of like, um, because like once you push through that that blockage, once you like push through the sort of like the the thing that is making you, like not just like anxious, but it's sort of like yeah, pushing through like a sort of fear. Uh huh. Um, it's like in it's incredibly beneficial. Yeah, and. Like the the thing that helps like meditation with like mushrooms is that like it's sort of I I think that it puts a, like a face to the name of that fear and it's a lot more clear. Okay. So that's why like there's no such thing as a bad trip. Uh but like people will talk about like like all right, this bad trip on mushrooms and it's like, no, because like you saw the fear and like you ran away from it as opposed to like running towards it and like you didn't conquer anything, you just sort of panicked. Okay. Like, that's that's the thing that that's what people talk about when they say that they have a bad trip on mushrooms. But like when I when I meditated on mushrooms, uh, this this was crazy. I this was a couple of months ago, and I made sure to do mushrooms by myself uh-huh. with like no one else around. Which a lot of people were like, "That's scary," and I'm like, "No, it's not." You know, <laughs> it's it's just intense. Yeah. Um, like I did, um, and you're gonna laugh at me. <laughs> when I say this, uh, but like, um, because I've we've talked about this in the past, and I think I upset your dad at once when I was talking about stuff like this because I was like, <laughs> I was, I think, I, I think we've talked before about how I think like chakras are like bullshit, and like, well, yeah, like one of the first, uh, the the first time, oh, this is so the first time you were ever on the podcast, you yeah told me uh, how you, or maybe it was doing your podcast. Yeah, and you told me that like spiritual stuff is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and I was wrong. I was one hundred percent wrong. You know, because yeah. like I I was doing a guided meditation thing. Yeah, uh, like listening to that, and like I was on mushrooms, and it was like it was a chakra healing, like guided meditation. Okay, and I was like, there's no harm in this. You know, yeah. like to see what and I've it's done like. exactly one of those. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the the guided meditation thing was like, it was like telling me, like open up your feet. Your feet are portals, like to like take in like energy from like yeah. the earth. And like when it said that, I felt like <laughs> portals in my feet open. I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, and it's like whether or not like that is like valid is like, you know, who's to say? Yeah. But that it felt so real when it happened that it was like there's no harm in this being real yeah like at least to me yeah like um and like yeah i like realigned my my chakras and like i talked to my inner child and it was all like i could have done that without mushrooms but with the mushrooms it was just so much easier yeah yeah Um, yeah well i think like maybe this is obviously coming from someone that's done meditation but's never done mushrooms. So I'm I'm clarifying that. But it okay. seems like for someone like you that's like getting into it, yeah. with the mushrooms, you skipped some steps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like okay. where people are like, 
it may take them a whole year of kind of being like, this is bullshit. Okay, I'm kind of believing it. All right, now I'm finally loosening up. And you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they just kept trying. Or, like, for me, where I, like, kept trying to meditate. And I kept being like, ah, I can only do five minutes. I can only do ten. Right. You know, kind of, like, working up to it. I feel like you just kind of, like, skipped all, all that. Like, that's that's fair. But I've also been... I've been sort of in and out of, like, spiritual practices and Buddhism for the past decade. Yeah. Like, um... I was out of it when, like, when we met. And I was like, no, like, only science is valid, you know, like, atheism all the way. Like, just being annoying, you know? (laughs) Like, (laughs) but, like, um, like, what what got me sort of back into it was, and you were there for this, uh, was when we watched the Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling together. Yeah. And, like. I almost watched that last night. Really, I yeah. I was telling a friend of mine who's going through sort of like his own sort of like yeah spiritual maelstrom right now that like a thing that's sort of like the thing the catalyst for like my own spiritual healing was really was the Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling, mm. um, and um like so that that got me back into it seeing one of my favorite comedians in the world, like, find himself and find authenticity through the combination of doing what he loved, like, more than anything. Yeah. And Buddhism. Yeah. Um, and so it was like, you know, like, when we were in, uh, like, Coeur d'Alene, Spokane together. Yeah. Um, like, I started meditating more often. I started, I started opening myself up to that again. And, and then with... Like twenty nineteen, like me moving back here. Yeah. I started getting back into meditation again when especially when um especially when uh like Heather and I broke up mm. and I realized that there was something sort of like deeply troubling about like the way I went aw- I went about like dealing with other people. Yeah. And it was because I had a problem dealing with myself and so and so I started doing a lot of like work on like my inner self. That's great. Yeah, like a lot of 20, 2019 and then the end of 2019 I started getting back into like my <laughs> my drugs phase, <laughs> getting back into a drugs phase. Yeah. of like and it's not like a like an often enough thing for it to like, and I mostly only do stuff that is like non-addictive, yeah. like like psychedelics and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like, so it was taking what I was finding out about myself and then I I started doing psychedelics more often and the psychedelics made things a little bit more clear. Yeah. So I don't, I, I'm not sure about skipping steps because like that is like, I could see from like on the surface. So that's what it looked like. But I think I wouldn't be where I'm at now spiritually without the help of those things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. 2019 was like very healing for both of us, you know, oh, and yeah. that was like what we did. Yeah. In 2019 and uh that's why I thought I was thinking about this right when I asked you to be on the podcast. Uh just about how like every time you've been on the podcast, we're at such different points of our lives. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, fun to kind of go back and, like, check on that. You know what I mean? Of yeah. Like, uh, like one, of the, one of the last times I can think of was, like, like me being, like, in, we're in Washington, and I'm very sick, and I'm kind of like, I want to start podcasting again. And it was yeah. kind of, like, one of those times. And then, you know, and just, like, yeah, it, it just... Uh, it just made me really think back of like, wow, how how uh, how long I've known you now, yeah, and then, uh, how how we've seen each other go through everything, right? So, yeah. Well, so it's like you you were one of like the first friends that I made in comedy, yeah. Despite making fun of you my first time doing comedy in front of you, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, which is still a clip I go back and listen to because it's just so funny. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> That's how you meditate, <laughs> <laughs> just me like trying to like 
like roast you on stage, but it's my third time doing comedy, <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> nice hat, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wearing a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Good, keep it that way. <laughs> um, but um. Just a couple of weeks ago was my my four year comedy anniversary. That's right. Congrats, yeah. Lou. Yeah, thanks, man. It's it's weird to think about. Yeah, like not just like doing almost nothing but comedy for four years. Yeah, but just thinking about like how many strong relationships I've like I've made through comedy and strong relationships that have sort of come and gone even like while I was still doing comedy. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's like we've been friends for four years now. Yeah. It We're, is weird that every time your comedy anniversary comes up, I go, oh, that's that means how long I've known Lou. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much. crazy. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. And it's even now in like the, the COVID pandemic times, yeah. you know, it's like sometimes like I, I caught myself a couple of weeks ago. It was I remember this. This was the day. The day of my comedy anniversary, and I hadn't realized it was. Mm. And then, like, I checked through my Facebook memories, and I was like, "Yeah, it, it is today." <laughs> I, I was just like, "Is comedy fucking worth it right now? Like, what would happen if I just like gave it all up? Would I be like stressing about the things I stress about now? Right? Would I feel like I just like have like a big weight off my shoulders?" And but. And then I saw it was my comedy anniversary and, like, how excited I was to do comedy. And I was like, yeah, I still feel that way about, like, because, and this is what I like to tell people in general, everything outside of performing stand-up comedy, like, in the comedy sphere, is the worst shit ever. (laughs) Like, Like, having to, like, feeling like you have to, like, network and, like... Like hanging out with people that like maybe you wouldn't like normally hang out with, but you're you know you're all comedians, so it's just like, you know, so like you're in the same places at the same time, right? But you you know like having that feeling of like I didn't choose you to hang out with, you know, <laughs> and like <laughs> that that sort of general lack of control and like, um, just like the the heartbreak of like you know getting rejected for a show that you really wanted to be a part of, all of that is so horrible yeah and then going on stage and doing jokes that you have written to a crowd of people and those people laugh that is the greatest feeling ever and it's a yin yang kind of thing yeah and it it makes the whole of comedy worth it yeah yeah well that goes back to what i always tell people about have a comedy buddy yeah you know that's like you and me yeah you know we go to the mics together we keep uh you know, it, it, it's easier when you have a buddy because um, you can c- control the situation of being at open mics together. You can yeah. kind of ride together. You can support each other. You can, you know, be the uplifting or be the cheerleader or whatever it needs to be together. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes everything else that's so horrible a little bit better. Exactly. Or well, I shouldn't say a little bit. I think it makes it a lot better for me because I'm very right. much an introvert. So I'm like, it's great to just have like the support system, and then uh, yeah, it, it, and it just makes it a little bit easier. And and uh, I mean, we've been doing that for four years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's it's crazy to me that it it became like. I mean, because we, we became friends so quickly, even though that, like, you kind of, you know, touched on it earlier. Like, we are very different people. Yeah. <laughs> like, generally speaking. But, like, the fact that we became friends so quickly and, like, remain so close to this day is, like, I mean, that's very special. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, yeah. you are my comedy buddy. Like, I like going on tour with you. I like writing with you. I yeah. like I like going to places with you so that, like... Like you and I both have like someone to work off of in a social situation. Yeah, because like I'm not an introvert, but I am on the autism spectrum, and that always helps. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Did you? uh, 
uh, before I forget, did you watch the Chris Farley documentary that came out? No, I just saw a thing about that on YouTube, and I was like, I, I have to make sure I watch that later. Yeah, I, I remember when it came out. It came out on A&E. And I'm like, who has cable? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my take. What caveman with money? Yeah, I was like, it's how much to watch yeah. this on an app? Yeah. I'll trade you four seashells for cable. <laughs> <laughs> That's about what it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, mm, okay. So I was like, at some point it'll come out somewhere I can watch this, right? Yeah. And uh, now it's finally on Hulu, and so I watched it last night on Hulu and. Man, that is an inspiring documentary that's really good yeah. about Chris Farley. And they talked to all of his brothers. And uh, it just really stoked. It made me stoked again for certain parts of comedy that I forget about. Oh, yeah. Know? And a lot of it was like, it's just a lot of people on film being like, yeah, one time Chris did this weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> like, oh, and I, I love the idea of like people having stories like that about me. <laughs> that is my, like, I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This was, uh, can I tell you something funny? Um, I, no. <laughs> All right, so mushrooms. I, uh, um, I went. Uh, I went camping a couple of weeks ago yeah. uh, with one of my uh, oldest friends, uh, my friend Noah, and he told me a story about myself that I forgot happened. Okay, where apparently I want to say this was Lou. Do you want this recorded? Yes. Okay. It's, 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 it's just really dumb and funny. Okay. Um, I want to remind you because I know yeah. we're, it's just us hanging <laughs> yeah. out, but also there is microphones. Yeah. <laughs> so this one guy, st I stole his teeth, right? And <laughs> the fucker doesn't know that it was me. <laughs> like, just, Fast forward twelve years, he's still toothless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's still walking around going, where's my teeth? Where's my teeth? Idiot, I have them. <laughs> Just, um, no, uh, it, this is a, a very, it's a very dumb story. <laughs> so aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't breathe. So aggressive. All right. Uh, um, like... So this was yeah, this was probably about like 2011. Yeah, and uh, me, Noah, and a bunch of our friends were uh, going to this place to pick up a pizza. Yeah, um, and uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, my first name is actually Luke, and that is pertinent to the story. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Writes down note. Yeah, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> yeah, I know it's the worst. There is such a stark difference between like Lou and Luke. Yeah. Like, and just in general feeling. But yeah, my first name's actually Luke. And uh, so we're like sitting in this pizza place, like waiting for our pizza to be done. Okay. And like this, uh, this girl walks like up to the counter and like orders food. And she's like walking past us, but she stops and looks at me and she was like, hey, you look, you look familiar. Do I know you? And apparently, and I remember this, like, I I leaned back in my chair, and I put my, like, hands behind my head, and I was like, well, have you heard of the Luke Moon? Because that's me. <laughs> and I thought that was just, like, a funny, goofy thing, but... <laughs> I like I remember my friends all laughing and her walking over like her like walking away <laughs> just like looking confused and I was like why is everyone laughing I thought that was just kind of like I because I, I felt them like laughing at me yeah and they were like like that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen <laughs> like, and she left forever <laughs> yeah I haven't seen her since I hope she's okay <laughs> but like. <laughs> The Luke Moon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put a the <laughs> in there. Oh, is that my pizza? I gotta go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, it's like, I like, I went back to that like night in my memory, and like remembering, I felt like so ashamed. 
<laughs> but like that night you did or yeah not? that night I I that night I remember like I felt ashamed because I was like that was that was a dick thing for me to do. <laughs> But looking back now, I'm just like, ah, oh, that was funny. <laughs> like, she did you know. know you, but she didn't want to know you. Yeah, no. and, and you know what? That's very fair. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, I remember now. <laughs> oh, that guy in high school used to like stand up on the tables and scream stuff. Was that you? Okay, <laughs> yep, <laughs> no, yep. never mind. <laughs> But I I still just love that idea of people having stories like that. Yeah. Like. Um, yeah. Well, there was like uh, one story in there that I was like, that's, I will never forget. It was like Chris Farley uh, was like trying to write jokes one day and he yeah. had his friend and they're in college in their dorm room together. And uh, and he he's sitting on the edge of his bed and then he's like, hey, you want a drink? And he opens a desk, and he pulls out uh, a, ju- a container of juice. He <laughs> pulls out a vodka. He pulls out two glasses, and then he opens the bottom drawer. And the bottom drawer is just full of ice. <laughs> <laughs> no liner, no nothing. No, just like, straight up melting ice in wood. <laughs> yeah, nothing to keep the ice like ice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, and then he scoops the cups in there. And, gets the, and I was like, I know a friend like that. <laughs> God, I I love that. That's so that's that's so good. And that that makes me happy that I am honestly that makes me happy that I'm perceived like that. Yeah. I'm always kinda worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're a fine out there dude, and that's what I like about you because I'm so introverted yeah. and anxious. Right. And uh, I like that Lou is just Lou Moon, <laughs> the Luke Moon. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of that though, like it really wanted me. I, like after watching that, I was like, I want to get in the car right now, and I want to go to Second City in Chicago. Yeah. Because uh, I've been there one. Uh, uh, once, yeah, I think I've been there once or twice, maybe. But um, I have a vivid memory of like seeing a sketch show there. Yeah, and it was uh, at that point in my life, and probably still is the best sketch show I've ever seen in my life. Wow, just incredibly written, many different layers, just so good. Right, and um, yeah, I just watched that, and I was like, I just want to get in the car right now and head there. Yeah, and watch some sketch. Watch some stand up, watch some improv, watch just like be in it, you yeah. know? And like that was like a big takeaway that I had where it's like Chris Farley was like there every day. He would, if he needed to do five shows that day, he would do five shows. Right. Like very just like, and I'm like, I just very much missed that point of stand up. Right. Of like, that's what I, that's how I live is like, yeah. I'll go to open mics if I don't have a paid gig and that's just what I do with my life. Right. But I was like, man, I, I want, I want to go and see stuff that I don't do. And that's what I loved about like going to the torch. Like we've gone to the torch here together. Right. And um, are you still, how do you feel about, uh, would you do improv or take some improv classes? Absolutely. Or? I would. Yeah. Like, what, can I, can I say about improv and this isn't, this isn't at anybody or yeah. any institution. Okay. Uh, I think the amount, that they charge for improv classes is outrageous. <laughs> like, okay. Um, just in that in that way of like, I don't know. I came up doing stand up. Yeah. And so I I have that like mentality of like, I know how to be funny. Right. And I, like I know how to like bring it to the context of stand up. And I think if I know how to bring it to the context of stand up, I can bring it to the context of improv. Okay. I also love improv. Yeah. Like, um, I listen to like improv podcasts every uh-huh. week, where the entire it's an entire comedy show. It's just audio and not like, yeah, you know, like actually like on a stage. Hmm. Um, so it's like, would I take an improv class or like improv classes? Absolutely. Would I pay like 
three hundred dollars for them <laughs> a month? No. <laughs> like <laughs> that is the weird thing about stand up. We've talked about this before, where it's like yeah. no entry fee. Yeah. It's very much that's what it is. Yeah. Um, if you take stand up classes, you've been fleeced. <laughs> like <laughs> you've been taken on a ride. Need it. Some people need stand up classes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think some people need to know where to start. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I totally get that. Um, but I would, I would highly suggest that book I read, the UCB manual. Yeah. That was such a good book, man. And UCB, that's like, yeah. Like didn't, didn't some like UCB like places in LA like get shut down? Yeah. Yeah. I think like a lot of improv and stand up places are closing right now, which is rough. Yeah. But I would highly suggest that book. Yeah. That's a good starting point. Oh yeah. Um, I like the... The people who I like, the most of the people who end up on shows like Comedy Bang Bang and like Improv for Humans and like a bunch of shows like that that I listen to, yeah, they all come from like UCB, yeah. And so like I definitely like tons of great people. Oh yeah, like I I definitely trust like the process of like UCB. Yeah, I think Matt Besser is like such a genius too. I'll take an improv class with you. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I because. Uh, before quarantine, I remember talking to you guys about uh, like wanting to like do like improv jams a lot more often. Yeah, and sort of like stretch that muscle. And I, and I just never got around to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, like right now, I think there was last time I was looking, there was like Zoom classes we could take across the country that are like twenty bucks. You know, for wow. like super easy drop in yeah. type of things. Once I get twenty dollars, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> and once my podcast takes off and I get some I get some of that sweet sponsor if I once I get some of that quip money. Uh, okay. <laughs> quip you know quip toothbrushes? <laughs> Use promo code Zach Lyman or something. <laughs> Audible. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, get that me undies money. <laughs> there we go. That's God. Do you do ad reads for Audible right now? Still, right now I haven't been doing any ad reads. Oh, okay, I've been like, like every so Monday through Friday I've been doing the show. Every yeah. like I've been recording tons, and then yeah. I've been releasing them Monday through Friday this week. And I, um, I was actually thinking about doing this episode for today. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I was yeah. like, "What?" I, I just think you're like you're a perfect Friday guest. You know yeah. what I mean? You're... I'm a perfect guest. <laughs> That's on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fridays when we kick our feet up and let Lou come in. <laughs> <laughs> we put on that Hawaiian shirt and we get loose. <laughs> <laughs> Drink at our desks. Oh, but yeah. like, I, my plan right now is just kind of like release a bunch of content. And then I'm going to reapproach some of my sponsors that I've had in the past and be yeah. like, hey, you know, we're up and running again yeah. and, and get things going. But right now I'm just trying to like, it's like when uh, when you watch YouTube videos and there's no ads before because they're like, I just want tons of people to see this, you know? Yeah. That's like how I'm feeling right now. It's like right. I just want to like get right into the episodes yeah. and just grow the fan base and kind of pick up where we left off before. Yeah. So That's great, man. That's yeah. A, I think it's a great idea. Thanks, man. Like, yeah. And I'm honored to be the, f- the Friday guest. That is, Watch, this doesn't yeah. come out to the... <laughs> it's like, but it's Sunday! He lied! <laughs> it just gets deleted forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I die, and you're like, here's the lost episode with Lou. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like that version. <laughs> We're going to have to do a somber intro. <laughs> yeah, right? You're going to have to read my epitaph or whatever. Oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> read a eulogy. <laughs> this took a dark turn. Yeah. I'm not happy He was about. a very okay comedian. <laughs> <laughs> everyone um, loved his trains bit. <laughs> he did. He stopped liking it a while ago, but, you know, everyone loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time in a van with him. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> He smoked in the van and ruined my merch. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Yeah. That's... (laughs) Yeah, like... Every eulogy is gonna like every eulogy about me. I feel like is gonna like involve me ruining something. <laughs> and that's <laughs> when he broke my favorite plate. 
<laughs> he just he just loaded his plate up with ribs and was so excited about them. <laughs> and they dropped them all on his shirt. <laughs> and he angrily broke the plate. <laughs> he cried. He ruined the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> he still wore the rib shirt for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I had Jacob on the podcast, and we were talking about, because Jacob took a sketch class online. Yeah, Jacob Kano? Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, Love that guy. Yeah, he's great. But he was talking about doing, like, writing more sketches in Phoenix and yeah. having, like, a little sketch group. And I was like, I'm in. Yeah, and I would I, love to I do think, that. I think Lou Moon would be yeah. in. Need yeah. another white guy with glasses? Here <laughs> I am. <laughs> so um, we've talked about what you've been up to. Yeah. We've talked about our past. Sure. Right? Yeah. And then... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> You're listening to All Things Considered with Zach Lyman. Weird. Uh, I like the question I've been asking everyone lately of, like, where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, God. I feel like I'm getting interviewed right now for, like, a job. <laughs> you know, one of those things I don't have. Um, I think that... Um, I don't know, like, that is, that's so hard. Yeah. Because, like, I think where I'm at, it, it just, it depends on so much. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, everything outside of, like, ourselves, like, also affects us, you know? It's like, yeah. I have no idea what, like, the political climate's going to be like, what, like, the health climate of everything is going to be like, you know, it's like. Well, let's start here. Yeah. Do you do you see yourself in Phoenix, Arizona, in five years? Do you, you know, see yourself like what? It, like when you picture your you know, the perfect situation, are you in Chicago doing comedy? You in New York? You are you just uh, you hitting the road or? Yeah, you know, it's like God, like. If I said, like, where I wanted to be yeah, uh, in five years as opposed to, like, where I think I will be in five years, I feel like that would be more constructive. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like, if I was just like, I'm going to be on the road, I'm going to be opening for, you know, fucking Bill Burr or something. You know, like, that's yeah, horse shit, yeah. you know. But um, I don't know. Um because the plan for so long for for both of us was yeah. like Austin. We were going to move to Austin, Texas. Yeah. And we're going to have an amazing time there and like we're going to like be the kings there. Yeah. Um but I don't know. I was talking about this with uh my with my roommate Eric Baez, who's also a comedian here. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy and a great comedian. Um And I was like You know, Phoenix is the like the sixth biggest uh city yeah in the country yeah but no one takes our comedy scene seriously not really yeah you know like um we're sort of a joke in a lot of ways but like there's no reason that we can't be an amazing comedy scene mhm like if De- if denver yeah like became which it is you know like Denver became a city that was like synonymous with like LA and Chicago and New York for like great comedy cities. Right. If Denver can do it, why can't we? Right. You know? So it's like I have that I have that thing in my head where it's like, well, well cuz it's also like as soon as like any, you know, comedian here gets like, you know, that hint of notoriety it's like la is six hours away of course they're gonna go to la yeah and who could blame them you know but like um i think phoenix could be a really great scene if people stuck around yeah and i kind of want to see what would happen if i stuck around Mm -hmm. you know it's like there's that and i also i love my house yeah. I, I love the people I live with and you know, like they can come and go or whatever, but like I really love my house. I really love my friends who live here. Uh my I love my family who lives here. And like I think that if I made like if I made doing comedy in Phoenix like a a big priority for me. Yeah. 
in in a way that could positively affect the rest of the Phoenix scene. Right. I think it could become a really amazing comedy scene. Yeah. Like if I if I just I kept going on on the trajectory that I'm going at, I I think it could be really good. Yeah. You know, I would agree with that. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. You know. I I still have in me the travel bug right now. Oh yeah. And I think that's like where I'm at mentally of yeah. like I want to like still s- spend some time, maybe not live but I wouldn't be surprised if I'm in an RV in Chicago for a couple months and then I travel my RV to like New York and then I travel my RV to, you know what I mean? Right. Like so, uh, something along the lines of that. But I uh, 100% agree with you that it seems like all the time Phoenix gets a little bit better at like being the big city it is. Right. And it gets a little bit better at the comedy scene and growing it and, and getting the right clubs and bookers and uh you know what like it's just it all the time it seems like we're growing and uh i i see what you see of just like it could be something special but people do have to stick around and it's very hard yeah when la is so close yeah and it doesn't it also doesn't help that phoenix is sort of like a hard place to live in yeah you know like it's it's incredibly hot here, you know? Like Yeah, it's very hot. And it makes the people fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, like, um like heat will drive you crazier faster than like a cold will. Absolutely. Yeah. Like but like I think that I also have a, a really big sense of what home is for me right now. Yeah. Like, um, I, I, I've already said this, but, like, I love where I live. Yeah. I, like, I live close to downtown Phoenix, uh, and I live in a house, and, like, I have my room there, and my room has my desk with my laptop where I work, and I, like, code, and I write, and... Yeah. Like, I haven't... I have felt more at home there than I have, you know... The last time I felt more at home was living with you in the RV. Oh, okay. You know, so, like... And the RV was home. Yeah, you know? very much so. Like, um, but, you know, it's like, it was home, but it wasn't my home, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, I like living somewhere where I feel like it's my home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. like, And I got the big, and I got a big travel bug in me, too. You know, I, I still want to go on the road and, yeah, like, I want to I tour. I, I still have this thing where, like, you know, I'm I'm 28 now, but, like, I wanna I, I wanna go I wanna go to Paris before either before I turn thirty or like on my thirtieth birthday. Yeah. That's the plan. And because like I, I love France. I wanna go to Paris. Yeah, we've like, talked about going to Paris together. Yeah. And I'm I'm still hundred percent in. I love that idea of yeah, going to Paris. I would love yeah, let's go to Paris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <fuck it>. <laughs> <laughs> you got money, right? <laughs> uh Meandies. Uh <laughs> that's right. Promo code. Uh, <laughs> Please pay for my trips. <laughs> I will take all the pictures you want yeah. in Paris. <laughs> Little Eiffel Tower boxers. <laughs> Holding a baguette. <laughs> I love that picture idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People just like like passing by you, just like ugh, Americans. <laughs> uh, I'm doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> just being very unwelcome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're holding an American flag in your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> just the worst American. <laughs> just what they picture I would be like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking frogs. <laughs> like. Just horrible. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a name for your podcast? Um, I was thinking. I was thinking about calling it uh, Mentally Thrill. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like that name. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's because that's that's what I want to do with it is like mental illness and like like working on your mental illness through like practicing like spirituality. It's very serious. Yeah. But like that's why it's also like fun to make fun of, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like not trivializing it, but like talking about it in a way where it's just like 
because it's it just feels so serious all the time, you know. Just like I have this thing in me, and it's a soul, <laughs> and like it, the soul has like been sort of dragged through the mud over the past, you know, couple of decades I've been alive. Yeah, and um, but like just like bringing some levity to it, and like talking about it, like honestly and authentically, I, I think it's incredibly important. Yeah, uh, and that's why I want to do it. Yeah, man. But you know. I don't want to. I just don't want to. Like, hopefully, just don't want to be just like another like Duncan Trussell ripoff or something. <laughs> you know. Mm, okay. But like, did you watch his show? It was on Netflix. What show? Uh, it's called uh, the Midnight Gospel. No. Highly recommend it. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's a really great animated show. It's just clips from his podcast. Like uh, taken out and it's like been like animated like around it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, saw uh, trailers about it. It's like crazy looking. Super good. Yeah. Super cool shit. Okay. Um, but like I, I don't know. I sort of became interested in doing that. Like I became interested in doing that podcast, and I sat on my laurels too long. And then it's like, and then that show came out. I'm like, oh, I fucking love this. But that's also exactly what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I used to have such a brain that way of like, oh, someone else did this thing that I also wanted to do. Mm. And now I'm like, what does that matter? You know, yeah. like at this point, I'm like, because I have a podcast just like everyone else has a podcast. Sure. I have an interview podcast. I have comedians. I have friends. I have. Uh, yeah, every type of artist yeah. on here. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, so is everyone else. Yeah, but like, lock the gates. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like, oh, I truly love doing this thing. Yeah. So why not? Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, so 100, percent man. I think I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and let cool. me, can I pitch an idea to you? Yeah, totally. We don't have to do it on the podcast. Yeah, we can do it at some point, maybe even over text messages over the next few days. But I think you and I should make some, like, to-do list together. Yeah. Of things that you and I could do together, just pals doing some things. Yeah. Like, we could do some improv classes online. We could write some sketches. We could we could make some plans, man. Yeah. We could hang out. We could do some things. Yeah. I would love that, man. <laughs> Genuinely, I would love that. Yeah. I yeah. think that would be good for both of our mental health. Yeah. Yeah. And I love working on stuff with you. So, yeah, like, exactly. let's do that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I think you were a great Friday guest. Ah, oh, thanks, buddy. And I appreciate you being on the show. Can't wait to be back tomorrow. <laughs> for a Secret Saturday show. Yeah. <laughs> Lou's Secret Saturday on the Zach Lyman podcast. I hand over the reins to yeah. Lou. It gets out of control. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to host the Zach Lyman podcast sometime and be like a Gary Shandling style like replacement host to your Johnny Carson. <laughs> like Zach couldn't make it today. Uh I uh you know what now that we're Monday through Friday, I like that idea because it would be a fun mix up. Yeah. I like that I, I think you should have a guest on that um yeah, it's just it reminds me of uh when you did This Week Sucks tonight. Oh yeah. <laughs> And you did what was your show called? Um, I did I I hijacked this week sucks tonight, uh, which is a big local show here in Arizona. Um, it's a like it's a satirical news kind of show where they just kind of shit on everything. They're my friends who do it, Anwar yeah. Newton and Michael Turner, but like, uh, but like they're very like sarcastic and they shit on a lot of stuff. So I wanted to make the opposite of this week sucks tonight. <laughs> yeah, and I called it my week's been good. How about yours? <laughs> <laughs> I oh man that was uh yeah because i was i would i i don't want to say that i because you it was like you it was your thing sure. you did it i did help a little bit right and we kind of and i remember just sitting with you and i don't i think i just like pitched some ideas or whatever but right um but i i remember knowing what it was going to be like yeah and I remember then you doing it and how excited I was <laughs> to be like, I know what's coming next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so good. I did like birthdays and everything too. <laughs> I was like, 
like Monday I bought new pants. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was so much fun. That was a great. That was a great time. God, remember when we could do that? <laughs> we could just like <sighs> go to a comedy show and then like be on the comedy show. Wow, what a what a time. Took it for granted. I did anyway. <laughs> well, Lou, this has been a great time. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Lou Moon Comedy. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can try and add me on Facebook, but if I don't know you, <laughs> why would I do that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, look out, look out for the podcast. Uh, it's gonna happen soon hopefully yeah yeah <laughs> once i get off my lazy laurels i i believe in you ah thanks man and uh you're all right no thanks i don't care what everyone says well <laughs> i'm not gonna dwell on that for the rest of the day <laughs> are you sure <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> oh god i've been your host zach lyman <laughs> And I gotta go worry about some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Outro music.